We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Seventh pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Panay Sewell, tackle, Oregon. He's going to run it straight in. Jared Goldberg, yes. touchdown, Detroit Lions. DJ Hawkinson, yes. they did it. They tied it. They're an extra point away from winning this game. Oh, baby, how big is that? everybody what's up guys welcome back to spotify green room today's episode or the screen room i should say sponsored by underdog fantasy use promo code pride pod they will match up to hundred dollars and if you don't want to deposit hundred dollars that's fine they'll match up to ten dollars they'll match up to twenty dollars they're matching up all the way up to a hundred dollars so take advantage of that deal promo code pride pod later on in the show we're actually going to tell you our underdog picks for today so if you guys want to hop on that i don't know how much you want to trust our pick city because i i'm on a bit of a rough streak that will that we will get into a little bit later to the show but malcolm how you doing my man no peer with this malcolm how you doing today man <sighs> finally mr hart has come back spotify green room how you feeling, there, man? You know, I, I talked to you on Wednesday. You know, there, you, you, you seemed, like you said, you seemed a bit energized uh, on Wednesday that, that we're back from the bye week, even after, you know, the crap over game that we watched last Sunday. I didn't feel that vibe, but I, I'm just curious, how, how are you feeling today? It's actually the day of, we're an hour, or a little less than an hour before kickoff. How are you feeling now? Man, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good right now, man. I told you that bye week, like, helped out a lot. We needed that bye week, so thank God we had that bye week. We are we're, we are now refreshed and we're ready to go, man. I'm I'm excited to see this game today, man. I wonder I wonder what they're gonna do today. So on Wednesday, I, I was just in the mood, or like I, I'm not ready for this. I'm I'm just not ready for for Lions football, and we still had to record the show. So I'm like, man, I'm like, am I am I gonna get that feeling? Uh, I'm not going to lie. This Sunday morning has been absolutely beautiful. And it's been an absolute beautiful weekend. Uh, Michigan win. Michigan State won yesterday. Uh, the Pistons won. The the Red Wings won yesterday. We went four for four in Michigan sports yesterday. So now we're looking for the finale right here. The Detroit Lions could go five for five on the weekend to, to make it a perfect oh, no. sports weekend. Woke up to a little light us? snow. 
woke up to a little light snow in Michigan. I have the Christmas tree that I'm looking at right now. Hey, it is a great morning, I should say afternoon now in Michigan. I, I'm just, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to watch Lions football. And, you know, the, this mood could change very quickly by one o'clock. It really could. Give me by four o'clock. <laughs> I mean, with this team, it could become as early as one o'clock. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it could man. be the first so- play. Oh man, so it's all up to the Lions to like either try to get the street the the, the sweep or not. Yeah, oh, so man. actually, one of my buddies, one of my buddies, Grant, shout out to Grant. Um, he he placed a bet on Saturday morning. He placed a bet that the Red Wings, the Pistons, Michigan football, Michigan basketball would all win, and that all happened yesterday. And he also placed on the Lions to win today. So I mean, he, he will he'll be very happy if the Lions win today, and he, he went for the perfect sports weekend, in um in Michigan sports. So we'll, we'll see how that ends up going. And wow, uh, I thought we were not going to have Pierre with us, but look who's came to the show, Pierre. How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm actually stuck in traffic, so that's why I joined. <laughs> what are you guys okay. doing? We we are just talking about the perfect weekend uh, in Michigan sports right now. Um, we're, we're you know it's just it, the Lions are the the final factor to to a perfect sports weekend that they really are Pierre, what's your reaction to the snow because you live you live right by me you saw the snow this morning i just texted uh one of my friends she lives uh, in florida and i was like it's snowing here what's your i hate it okay i hate snow in general but i'm very excited for the snow today i like this type of snow it's light snow it's it's a sunday nfl like i i love this type of i love this type of snow so no no, Tyler. I don't. I don't like the snow at all. I'm all in I mean, for it. All right, shoot, let's I, let's talk I about. I don't have any snow. I'm enjoying. I'm, enjoy, yeah, I'm enjoying the snow right now. I actually. You're lucky. I'm enjoying it. All right. Let's talk about the Lions. Let's talk about the Steelers. Let's talk about some inactives right now. Uh, I'm assuming Pierre doesn't have that list, so I'm not going to ask him for a list. Uh, Malcolm, what's the Lions inactive report looking like right now? Okay, let me just pull that up really quick. I actually had it up and just got rid of it. Um, so let's start off with a big one. Let's start off with a big one. Um, you know, for Detroit Lions, you know, wide receiver Josh Reynolds, he's inactive. Austin Bryant, he is inactive. Jesse Lemonier, he is inactive. Kevin Strong is inactive. And running back Jamal Williams is inactive. You didn't mention Taylor Decker. I mean, I, I did not. That means Taylor Decker is a go today. That means he's playing. Taylor Decker will be playing today. That is a huge positive for the Detroit Lions. So I can't wait to see what the offensive line is looking like with Taylor Decker now in the lineup. Yeah. All right. We have to talk about this Pittsburgh Steelers inactive report because uh, this is a more stunning injury report than we could have expected earlier on in the week. I mean, their inactive report looks just as kind of what we expected. We, did, we didn't expect to see Chase Claypool. Cornerback Akilo Witherspoon is inactive. Running back Anthony McFarland, linebacker Buddy Johnson, and center BJ Finney. That was all expected. None of this is a shock. The shocking thing was what happened Saturday night when we found out Big Ben is not playing today. He is out today in, I believe, COVID 19 protocol. So he is ruled out officially for this game and he will not play. So that means quarterback Mason Rudolph is starting this game. And Malcolm, I'm going to ask you quickly, when we were breaking down the Steelers Wednesday, we were obviously expecting Big Ben to be the starting quarterback. With Mason Rudolph under center today, does this alter your opinion or or change anything that you expected from this game to happen? Yes and no. And and the reason why I say that is because now that Big Ben is out, 
this is a game that Lions can can definitely steal. Now, the thing is, when when we come in, when we get to these situations all the time, where it is a game that we know we should win or a game that we should that we can definitely steal, you know, just you know, history repeats itself that we just couldn't rise up to the occasion and actually do it. Um, Mason Rudolph is a he actually he has he has experience. I think he had what ten career starts. Um, I think they said he went with five and three when Ben was out. Um, well, last year, so he has experience. I mean, he's not a, he's not a complete scrub. He does, you know, make the Steelers a you know weaker than you know than having Big Ben, but he's still a, he's still an NFL quarterback. I think the Lions still got to do what they got to do, man. And just as easy as that, they can steal this game. The Lions can completely blow this game, and. I don't know, man. If they lose this game now with, you know, uh, Big Ben and, man, it's, it's going to be really tough, man. Yeah, so Mason Rudolph only had one start last year. It was 2019. 2019, eight okay. Games. Yeah, yeah. so that, that was the year he, he played majority. Because last year, I believe, he only played that one game when Big Ben missed. But overall, Big Ben was, was you know, playing. So it was 2019 when he got the majority of the game. Pierre, I don't know if, if you're still here with me, but what's your thoughts um, with Mason Rudolph starting? Has your opinion changed compared to if Big Ben was starting? Um, Mason Rudolph makes, like, little more mistakes. I believe he has 15 touchdowns and 10 picks, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. So he, he's, like, prone to some mistakes. But the thing is, the Lions have to come in and stopping Najee Harris. Their offense runs through their running game, in my opinion especially with Claypool out and Big Ben out. And you saw last week or two weeks ago what Philly did to Detroit. That's going to be Steelers' game plan. Try to go into the game and control the tempo and run the ball. Lions need to focus on stopping the run this week. I, I was just going to ask you that, Peter. You know, I, I think we, we got kind of got off guard, and I think the Lions got caught off guard um, with that Philly game plan because we mentioned it throughout the week that this is just a team that doesn't run the ball very often. And, you know, now that I think we have a mindset that we expect the Steelers are going to run, they're going to run the offense with the running back Najee Harris and just try to use him in multiple different ways. Do you think, with having that mindset going into the game, do you think that favors the Lions? Um, I wouldn't say it favors the Lions because you still have to stop the run, but at least you know what the offense is going to try to do. I think I don't think the Steelers are going to come in and try to just throw it like. 30, 40 times. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because I, I think that's what really just, you know, made the game go south so quickly in that Philly game is where, like, they got caught off guard and they didn't know how to make those in-game adjustments because, you know, it's a young team, it's a young coaching staff, um, and they just were incapable of making the in-game adjustments. I think having the mindset of we, we expect the Steelers to run the ball, we expect the Steelers – you know, to kill us with Najee Harris, or that's going to be their game plan at least. I think it gives them a better shot this week than that Philly game, just because you know you were more, you had a whole week to more prepare for this than that Philly game where you were just completely off guard. Now, like Pierre said, you still have to stop it, and, and that, that's going to be the big question: is how are you going to stop Najee Harris? Because even if you have the game plan and you're determined to try to stop it, he is still a freaking animal, and he is a player that is very tough to stop in the running game and in the passing game as well. So even with having the mindset and even being prepared for this game, it's still going to be very difficult, but the lines are coming off a of bye week. So they had two weeks to prepare for this team. So extra, you know, game film and the Steelers are also coming off a short week because they played on Monday night football. So it's going to be interesting. I guess my quick opinion with the quarterback switch of big Ben to Mason Rudolph, even though this is unexpected, 
I don't know, man. I, I just never really thought highly of big men this year. It, like it's just not a big drop off. Not that I think Mason Rudolph is a great quarterback. I was just very low on big men. So, you know, the, this quarterback switch, it, it helps and it favors the lions, but I don't know how much it helps because I didn't think big Ben was a much of a difference maker either way, if he was starting or not, as far as decision-making, like Peter said, you're going to get smarter decision-making with big Ben. So that, that should help out the lions, but Overall, I just don't view this as a as a, as a significant drop off. Is it a drop off? Most definitely, but I don't view it as a significant drop off if if it's Big Ben or Mason Rudolph. Honestly, we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Yeah, man, I agree with you, man. I mean, we'll see how the game plan, how the game goes. But, yeah, it's really not much of a big drop-off, to be completely honest, man. I mean, well, I think with the experience of Big Ben, and um, I think that, that, that factors in. But, I mean, the way he's been playing For this sure. year. Especially with the young Lions defense. Yeah, the way he's been playing this year, man, is rough. But, I mean, like I said, like, the last few games, Big Ben has been okay. He's been better than his first few games. When they were – I think they started off 0-3, right? They started off 0-3, and then I think they won their last – the last five. Uh, I don't know if they started zero and three, but uh, it might have. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just the, the play of Big Ben is just is not a huge drop off. He just hasn't got been you, the same you. guy as years previous. Yeah. I mean, uh, his arm is definitely gone. <laughs> um, I think Mason Ruff offers more of a speed option for them if you know if he has to escape the pocket instead of Big Ben. So it, it's a bit of a little different game planning for you know Big Ben and Mason Ruff and. It's obviously going to be – they have to alter because it was a last-second decision. I mean, they pulled the plug – or they had to pull the plug on the decision, you know, late yesterday. So the Lions had less than 24 hours to kind of uh, to switch the game plan up. And, you know, they're two different style quarterbacks. I don't think either one is very good. But I, I don't think much has changed as far as, you know, my predictions for this game, which we're going to get into very shortly. So – you know, let's just do it. let's do it right now. Pierre's on a uh, on a crunch time right now. So, Pierre, what's your predictions for this game, and what's your bold prediction? Um, let's go with the prediction: seventeen thirteen Lions. Okay. 
And the bold prediction, let's say the Lions hold the Steelers to 80 rushing yards. 80 rushing yards, okay. All right. That's pretty bold, right? Oh, that's very bold. No, the way that Najee Harris has been running that ball, yeah, that's bold for sure. Malcolm, what you got for this game? All right, so I have I have the score um 24-21 Lions. And I guess for my bold prediction, um I'm going to go with I guess Jared Goff has three touchdowns this game. Three okay. passing touchdowns. What's the what's 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 the spread? I last checked with four and a half, if I'm not mistaken, Malcolm. I think it was four and a half or five and a half. It was something like that. Five five and a half. Um for okay. well regard, regardless, you're picking the lines to win. So. Yeah, picking the lines you, to win. You're, you're, I'm doing so money. Yeah, money line. Yeah. Money, money line. Okay. Money Let's line. go. This is honestly the toughest game to predict this year for me. It really is because I don't know how to feel about this game. You know, the Lions are coming off a bye week, so you expect that they'll come out with some energy and just won't come out flat. Uh, had extra time to game plan. Steelers coming off a short week. Like everything is benefiting towards the Lions' way outside of playing at Heinz Field and playing in the cold, which, you know, Jared Goff said, you know, just historically hasn't been very good in cold or. You know, raining games, which there could be some precipitation in this game. So we'll see what ends up happening. I told Malcolm, well, we're going to have to talk about the precipitation. And I didn't even look at the precipitation of this Pittsburgh forecast. So let's look at that. I have. I have. There's a chance of snow, rain, and chance of rain and snow. 39 degrees, feels like 32 degrees, a 90% chance of snow at one o'clock. Um, yeah, 90% chance of snow. I don't, it probably will be like this type of snow I would expect, like how we're getting right now in Michigan, if I had to assume, maybe even lighter than that. Yeah. So we'll see. Okay. So, Pierre had to go, guys. So, um, damn, this is the tough game to predict. I'm going to take Pittsburgh to win this game. I'm taking Pittsburgh to win this game. I think it's going to be an ugly game, ugly, you know, just ugly offense. I'll take. I'll go 25, 25-17 Pittsburgh wins this game. So I'll take Pittsburgh in the points. And my bold prediction is um, – ah, I didn't even think about this. <laughs> bold prediction, the Lions will – the Lions will force two-plus turnovers in this game and have three-plus sacks. And still lose. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty bold, I guess. I don't know. I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> I could not think yeah. of anything. <laughs> it's all good, bro. <laughs> I mean, well, basically, uh, Rudolph, um, as quarterback, man, maybe, maybe we will get those sacks. Yeah. No, I, I think with the decision-making, I, I think, you know, Big Ben is a smart quarterback. He's not going to take stupid sacks usually very often unless it's, you know, you, you blitz him. So I, I think with Mason Rudolph, I think, as far as an IQ level, I think you're definitely getting a lower IQ player than Big Ben because Big Ben, he's a very smart football player. He just doesn't really have the intangibles and the talent anymore, as much anymore at this point of his career than he did in the past. So I think that's why I say the drop-off is not that big. I, not because the, you know, the decision-making, it's more of you know, the talent that he possesses right now. So I don't know. I, I feel like this is a game that could very well go either way. You know, the, the Lions have a lot going their way. Like I said, you know, you're coming off a bye week. 
But I still think even without Big Man, even without Chase Claypool, I just think the talent of this Pittsburgh Steelers is just going to be a, a little too much for the Detroit Lions. I think they'll keep it competitive for the most part. I don't think they're going to drop a complete egg like that Philly game. But, you know, I, I think it's the, the Pittsburgh Steelers winning this game. Do you think Do you think it's a little bit concerning if the Lions do drop this game, especially without Big Ben? Um, Pittsburgh coming off a short week, we coming off a bye. Like, does that does that concern you? Just does that concern you at all? Not really, not really. Just because I still think, even with, like I said, I think the talent still favors Pittsburgh, and you're playing in their and you're playing in their backyard. So it wouldn't concern me. What would concern me is, like I said, if they come out completely flat and they just don't look like an NFL football team, like that Philly game. That's what's concerning to me. But if they lose this game just because Najee Harris just is running down their throat, which I could very well see happening. Yeah. Uh, but because this Lions run defense is just, it's so hard to predict. You don't know what you're going to get. I mean, you get some games where, you know, like, like the Rams game, where you get games like the Cincy game, where, you know, they, they're doing a good job with the running game and the Baltimore game, for example. So they're doing a good job with the running game. But then you get games like Philly and you get games like Chicago where, the team is just running down your throats and you know and i've seen it with examples this year when the lines are not playing the greatest offensive lines it's not like it's like chicago's offensive line isn't all that and david montgomery damian williams it didn't matter who really was running they were running down our throats so I, it's so hard to predict what i'm going to get from this Lions run defense I, i'm just going to take the odds and say Najee harris has the upper advantage here that's why i'm going pittsburgh's way so it's not a concern if they lose this game. It's more of a concern of how the game is, you know, lost it, it, for me to consider it a, a concern. Uh, yeah, I, I completely understand. All right. Do you want to go? So, what, what about you? Are, are you concerned if they lose this game? Because you asked me the question, are you concerned if they lose this game? I, I'm, I'm just like you. I'm concerned on how they lose this game. How they, they lose this game? They, yeah, they, I, they I, just I can't stop good. Najee Harris. I mean, that's just a, a situation that, you know, we we just can't stop Najee Harris, <laughs> you know, um, or if, you know if yeah. their defense completely destroys our offense, you know, because we can't stop them, um, like the the pressures and stuff. Then yeah, I mean, overall they they are more talented than us. They have more, I would say, more skilled players than 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 we do. Yep. Yeah, on both sides sure. of the ball. Uh, a matchup that I'm just eagerly excited to watch in this game is the Lions' offensive line, kind of being you know, a little healthier now with Taylor Decker back. I'm excited to see how that Lions offensive line could hold up versus that Pittsburgh defensive line because the Pittsburgh got some dogs over there. So I'm I'm very intrigued to see, you know, how the Lions offensive line holds up. I'm, I'm curious to see how Taylor Decker looks today. And like we mentioned on Wednesday, this is not just a one-game story where if he struggles today, that's not the telling of what's going to happen with Taylor Decker and the Lions' uh, future or just the rest of the season. I'm just curious to see how he looks today coming off an injury that held him out for eight-plus weeks. And then Panay Sula moving back to right tackle, which we haven't seen since week three of the preseason. So we haven't seen that in a while. So I'm excited to see how he looks over there and just how they could hold up with these guys because you're playing a guy like T.J. Watt, who is arguably, like I said, one of the best defensive players in football right now. So that's definitely going to be a task for the Detroit Lions today. So. Uh, we have five more minutes. If you guys want to hop on the call and, and talk for a little bit and tell us you guys' predictions, come on in. And you, you didn't go that. through the um, underdogs. Oh, we did not go through underdogs. Let's do that really quickly. Yeah, really I actually, quickly. Uh, I placed one right now. So um, uh, let me tell you my Lions picks. So my favorite pick today for the Lions, I like DeAndre Swift 
over 93 and a half rushing and receiving yards. I think they're going to use him in a plus of different ways in the running game, the passing game. No Jamal Williams today. It's going to be a colder game, so I could see Jared Goff checking the ball down. So I think DeAndre Swift will be one of his main targets. So that's my favorite pick of the day. Uh, Malcolm, what's your favorite underdog pick of the day? All right, so let me actually just go to the app because I actually did a few underdog picks last night. So I actually did some, and let me just see. I mean, I know for one, I have, you know, it was Najee Harris for me um, as far as for this game. And his, it was, I picked the over. It's a big number, yeah, um, man. <laughs> 127 and a half for rushing and receiving. Yeah, I, I did pick that. Um, I knew Big Ben was out. Over. <laughs> so I know that the whole offense is going to revolve around Najee Harris, whether it's going to be him running the ball, him catching the ball. So, yeah, I'm expecting a big game from Najee Harris. I mean, he's going to be 90% of the offense for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I just did a, uh, I always do like one big one for like a low money amount. I did like a $5 one where I just put a bunch of random ones together, like throughout the one o'clock slate. And I actually went under on Najee Harris. I just thought that number was a little too big. I think he can run the ball successfully versus us today, but I just thought 127 and a half is, is a pretty big number. I wouldn't be shocked either way. So I, I just, I, it's a $5 one. I just, I'm like, let me just try something. I put the under here, and then I actually put Jared Goff over 228 and a half passing yards. I think he should be able to do that today. Yeah, I mean, you got to look at it this way, man. If he rushes at least 90 yards on us, rushes at least 90, um, and then gets 40 passing yards or reception yards, then he already broke it. Or if he gets 30 reception yards, he already broke it. So, I mean, that's the way you got to look at it as well, man. So Najee's last three games running the ball, he's ran it for 62 versus the Bears. He ran 91 versus Cleveland. And he ran 81 versus Seattle. So, and then in the passing game, 16 yards versus the Bears, 29 versus Cleveland, and 46 versus Seattle. Man, this guy's a freaking dog. They use him in so many different ways. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I mean it, it could go either way, but I actually really like, especially the the, the matchup he has against the Lions. Um, I, I I actually like that that matchup a lot. Since it was a small one, I didn't. I have one big one. I didn't touch that one. My big one was I put DeAndre Swift in the over the ninety three and a half, and then I touched some other games. Uh, I touched the Saints and Titans game. I put Mark Ingram over fifty eight and a half rushing yards. No uh, Alvin Kamara today, so I like that one a lot. And then I put Mac Jones at under one and a half passing touchdowns. Playing Cleveland, I think Cleveland's a pretty good defense, so I think Mac could have a tough time. You know throwing touchdowns today, so I have him under one and a half today, so I don't think he throws two plus. Okay. All right. So, with that being said, do you want to bring somebody up? Anybody got any questions? Let's let's open up the line. Let's see. Does anyone want to join? Anybody? Anybody? You could just give a request and I will accept. Tone wants to talk some draft talk. <laughs> Tone, come, come onto the stage. Ask your question. What you got? There he is. The legend. Tone, what's up, man? What what, what you want to talk about the draft? You You're muted, mute. My bad, my bad, fellas. What's going on? What's going on, man? What's up, Tone? So, look, I, I mean, I know y'all probably don't want to talk about draft talk because it's still a season, and that's cool. We can still talk about the season, but we're going to be honest, the season over with. So, <laughs> yesterday, I was, uh, yesterday I was at work, and I was watching a lot of, a lot of college football games. 
And I'm I still, you know, like Kayvon at number one, but I really like the pass rushers from Michigan. Uh Aiden Hutchinson and the other guy. What's his name? Derek. A job yeah. was so yeah. underrated to me. Yeah. Like I would love to get him. Like I, I'm really not seeing too much pop out of the receivers, you know, come compared to the guys they advertising. But I mean, hopefully, you know, we can start getting some mocks going pretty soon. But we actually will. I think I think it's probably I think it's promising tone to see some pass rushers finally being positioned for the Lions pick. Cause I feel like every time we have a top, top pick, it, it doesn't matter because we can't ever get a damn pass rusher. And 2019, one pick away from Josh Allen. I mean, I guess we could have technically gotten Ed Oliver, which would have, that would have been fine. Um, in 2020, Chase Young is off the board at pick two and there's no one really worth, you know, the number three pick afterwards that, as far as the pass rusher, unless you like the Derek Brown. And then, you know, I, I think um, in last year's draft, I mean, it was Panay Sewell, but even if there was a pass rusher, there wasn't really anyone worth the pick there at pick seven, which I'm okay with because Panay Sewell was a good pick. But, uh, but, but this year, you know, I think the Lions are locked to be a top Absolutely. three pick. And you got two legitimate top two talents as far as pass rushers. Like you mentioned with Thibodeau and Aiden Hutchinson, man, he's been really good for this team. This year, and I, I was actually hoping he would enter last year, just being a little selfish for my reasons, where we could maybe pick him up in the second round because that's where his value was, was like a late one, early second. For my, oh yeah, oh, now he is. Yeah, for my own selfish reasons. Yeah, no, for my not own selfish early. reasons, I wanted him to just enter. But he smartly enough, you know, went back to college, and like you said, you know, he's put himself in the conversation to I think lock himself as a top three pick, and I think it's just so exciting that we could finally talk about a pass rusher coming to the Lions with elite, you know, talent and elite traits. So I, I'm thrilled that we have an opportunity to most likely take either Kevin on Thibodeau, who's – I don't even really need to talk about him because the guy's a freaking animal, and or uh, Aiden Hutchinson because the season Aiden Hutchinson is having is phenomenal. And then another guy you mentioned from Michigan that has been really impressive, Ajabo, I think he's made himself a lot of money this college football season, I think he's going to be a first-round pick as well, maybe an early second. Yeah, he's going he gonna to be a late. He gonna, I mean, he, he for sure going to be a first-round pick, but he's just been balling. But, yeah, I mean, he's been it, an animal. You, you can't double-team him in. Like, he had an extremely good game yesterday. Kayvon had a good game, too, though. Like I said, I just feel like when you compare the two, it's a situation where Hudson good, but he got somebody just as good as him on the other side. Oregon defense is okay, but they defense run through Kayvon. So he got to be, the, you know, Dude. the game record. So, That's I mean, true. if I had to pick and choose, I mean, I still take Kayvon. Now, if we didn't have the first pick, Absolutely. then I'd take Hutchinson. But. Absolutely. No, I, I'm just saying if the Lions, I don't know, somehow win a couple games and they're not the number one pick, I don't, I'm not disappointed one bit with Aiden Hutchinson if that's my pick. If we're the number two pick and Aiden Hutchinson's my pick, I'm absolutely that's, fine with that at all. I mean, that's he's an animal too. But I agree with you. Kevin Thibodeau is, is you know the clear cut number one pick in my opinion. I don't think there's much of a debate. But Aiden Hutchinson is not a bad consolation prize. I would even view it as a consolation prize. So Tyler, look, I got two more questions for y'all. It's gonna be quick. One with the with the with the second first round pick. Yeah. Who, who? What would y'all take? I, 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 depending on you know how the season. I, I think we should take a quarterback with that pick, depending on who's there. I, st- I'm, I like Sam Howell. I mean, you, you, you got to watch the tape. Like, I mean, he'd have had some bad games, but I mean, I think he's a pro-ready quarterback. He's accurate. I mean, it's a couple other quarterbacks too. I like the other guy, Pickett from Pittsburgh. Is it Pitt? A Pittsburgh? Yeah. Yeah. Can you uh, pick it? 
Pick it. Can't so pick who, it. Yep. who would y'all yeah, take with the second first round pick? Would y'all go quarterback or would y'all go, you know, BPA? Uh, me and Tyler are in the same me, me and Tyler are the same page with this. Malcolm, one. what's your um, approach here? I kind of don't I kind of don't like getting quarterbacks late like this. And, and Tyler feels the same way. Um it, it all depends, man. If if I were to get a quarterback, because none of these guys, as far as these quarterbacks, really stood out as far as a lead prospect. And none of these guys are a lead prospect right now. Um, but if there was a guy I would take a chance right. on would be Sam Howell. And the reason why is because right. Sam Howell has shown that, you know, he has, you know, all the traits to be a, a good NFL quarterback. Um, I, I know, I know he lost some weapons last year and this, that probably, probably the reason why right. he's, he's also, he's having a down year. But, you know, you watch his games and you can tell that he's an NFL ready quarterback. Um, but I really, I really hope that because I know next year we do have two first round picks as well. So I, I mean, I wouldn't rush it. I wouldn't rush it just because this team needs a lot of fixing. You, okay. you could fix, you could go anywhere to fix this team. And if right. you want to wait till next year and probably, you know, next year, maybe there is a top, top five prospect quarterback that that's available next year. And then you know, you're an opportunity to either a, a trade up to get them or, Maybe the Lions are still not good right. enough next year, and then you could probably draft a guy next year. So I'll, I'll just keep building. And um, if there's a guy there, and you know, we got to see how everything you know ends with college football and stuff. Maybe, maybe, maybe I don't know. I don't, I don't know how the combine's going to be. I don't know if they're going to start hyping a guy up like they always do every year. But I don't know. I, I'll just wait. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'm wait with you, Malcolm. Me. I'm with you, Malcolm. I'm with you, but if there was a guy, it'd be Sam Howell because I think he show you, okay. shows you the traits where I don't think he'll ever be okay. an elite quarterback in the NFL, but I think he'll be a quarterback where he, he could be good enough for you. Like I think he, he's shown this year with losing talent that he could still be a good quarterback. I, I, I think he could be a fine quarterback in the NFL. I just don't think he'll ever be elite. And you know, if it's a late first-round right. pick, I think the Lions just have so many pieces that they need right now. I don't know what Sam Howell really does for this team because you're going to still really you're going to still have to build this team, and I think using that pick uh, is more important right. to to fill out the roster than getting a guy like Sam Howell. But like like Malcolm said, I think when Sam Howell has talent and he has pieces around him, he could be a good quarterback. He really could be, but he's not going to be one of those quarterbacks where he's going to elevate your team if you know, and he's not going to hide you know flaws like Matthew Stafford. Like Matthew Stafford hide, hid so many flaws from this Detroit Lions team. I don't think Sam Howell has that talent in. And, and that goes on with the, the rest of the quarterback class. I just don't think there's that guy this year where he, he could hide flaws on your team. He could hide a bad defense or he can make someone better than he actually is. I think he is what he is. And, and that's fine. You could win games like that. But I'm just not really interested when we have a team like we have right now. We just have so many holes and so many needs right now. I, I would focus on, you know, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe getting a receiver, uh-huh. maybe getting a linebacker or a defensive back. It doesn't really matter. I think you can really damn near use anything right now. Maybe outside of an offensive line. Right. So my last question for y'all, receiver wise. So who do y'all like in the uh, coming out of college? I like. I really liked it. Was his name Drake London from USC? But I know he out right now. He just he was having a great year. My yeah. man's from Ohio. Yesterday had a stupid game. What's his name? Jerry Wilson. Oh my Jesus! He yeah, had a crazy game. So, like, who are y'all top three receivers? I like the uh, I like the other OSU guy a lot too, man. Chris, oh, Chris Olave. Yeah, I like him too. He more, but he more of a possession of like a good route runner. I like. He's him. a great route runner. Yeah, I like. Him, I don't. Runner. I don't like him. I like him. 
I know I've been seeing other stuff about yeah. other receivers was, uh, from Arkansas that they had us projected. I don't know too much about them. I guess I'm going to have to do some research. But Yeah. No, Chris Olavier is a, is a fun prospect. I think he would be – he get, he gives me like those Keenan Allen type of vibes. You know, he's just a great route runner, underrated type of player. Um, he's going to get the job done. He's going to get open for you. And I, I think he's going to be a quarterback's best friend. I think Chris Olavier has, you know, traits to be a number one receiver. I think if if he somehow falls to a your late first round pick with the Rams pick, depending on how who else is on the board, I am not against at all taking a guy like Chris Olavier. It's still really early. There's going to be some guys like Malcolm said that's going to jump on the board. Some guys are going to drop off the board. But a guy that I've been always interested since last year because he could enter last year. I think when he was with Justin Fields, man, he he was. He was really good with him. Yeah, I thought he was going to come out last too. year. I'm shocked. But, I mean, I was smart because, you know, Jared's not going to go up. He, yeah. You know, got- I mean, the receiving class is not as stacked this year as compared to last year. There were just so many guys last year. Honestly, this draft right here is set defensively. Normally, you know, it's like an offensive, you know, minded yeah. draft. Like, it's all defensive prospects. So. I think I think that's a good thing, too, because that's the identity that seems like Dan Campbell wants to build. He wants to build up this defense and be a scared, a scarce defense. And, you know, there's a lot of talented defensive players that the, you know, that the Lions could attack in this draft. So I think that's something they are going to try to attack in this draft. Do y'all like the linebacker from Utah? What's his name? Devin Lloyd? Honestly, I'm not going to lie to you, Tone. I have not done a deep research into the defensive. I've looked at the edge rushers, not the body right now. I have not taken a deep dive in the DBs or the linebackers yet. And that's something I'm going to have to do as, you know, we're getting closer to the draft, obviously, and the team's sucking. It's, it's cool. We got, we got time, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I still be listening to y'all all that. I know I probably don't come on as much because I be working, but I still be listening. Like I said, I love that. Feedback. I appreciate it, Tom. I listen to all the podcasts. Like I said, I, I love what y'all doing. You know what I'm saying? Y'all boys keep going. But I just want to tap in with y'all. I'm I'm for sure going to get back on after the game. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm still going to have to talk about so. I appreciate y'all letting me come in, man. Thanks, fellas. Hey, man, no problem, man. Thank you, man. Yes, sir, man. Appreciate it. All right, Malcolm, I think with that, I think that's a wrap. I think we went a little over, which is fine. That's fine. fine. Yeah. But I think um, that is a wrap. We got 20 minutes to kick off. So, everybody, enjoy Lions-Steelers. Hopefully, we get in the win column today. Hopefully, we get that. Let's go, man. Let's go. Let's let's get it today, man. We're coming off a bye week. Let's see. We're, we're pulling out the all-white Krispies today. I'm excited to see for those Dan. today on the field. <laughs> for Dan, man. Let's today. go. I'm excited to use that. Let's see that. All right. Use promo code on, uh, PridePod on Underdog Fantasy. They're matching up all the way to $100. If you don't feel comfortable with $100, that's fine. Put $10. You'll get $10 back. So try it out. Underdog Fantasy. Promo code PridePod. Five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And I'm out, guys. Peace. All right, y'all. You boy. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.